0: I'm Brett Baer. I'm Maria Bartiromo. I'm Brian Kilmeade. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Wednesday, September 2nd, 2020. I'm Trey Yinks. Lebanon is suffering in the aftermath of a deadly explosion last month and the outbreak of COVID-19.
1: Lebanon was preparing... In many hospitals for having people with COVID 19. But the explosion has caused a lot of damages in several hospitals, which uh, weakened the ability of these hospitals to treat patients. This is the Fox News Rundown Global Pandemic.
0: French President Emmanuel Macron visited Beirut this week to help the city map out a recovery plan after an explosion in the port in early August. With much fanfare, his visit was not well-received by all of the Lebanese people. Over the next few minutes, you'll get the latest headlines on the global COVID-19 outbreak and hear from Dr. Ibrahim Hasbone, a senior Fox News field producer, about the latest news out of Lebanon. Starting first in Egypt, that is approaching 100,000 total cases. Egyptian authorities appear to have gotten the outbreak under control, with less than 200 new cases over the past 24 hours. Though, with crackdowns against media and doctors, the true toll of COVID-19 in Egypt may never be known. Now to Germany, that reported more than 1,200 new cases in the past 24 hours. German officials say they will avoid a second lockdown, but amid an emerging second wave, that may prove to be difficult. German Chancellor Angela Merkel warned this week, that hard months for the country lie ahead. Finally, in Lebanon, more than 15,000 total cases have been recorded since the outbreak first began. The country has eased lockdown measures, but officials warn of expanding cases. The Lebanese people still have extensive aid organizations helping them out after the explosion, but testing will need to be expanded to control this outbreak. So how did that disaster last month set Lebanon up for an even more unstable future?
1: There is a major increase in the numbers of positive cases of COVID-19 in Lebanon right now, especially following the explosion last month in the port in Beirut.
0: This is Dr. Ibrahim Hasbone, a Fox News senior field producer. He joins us today in studio.
1: Actually, Lebanon was preparing in many hospitals for uh, the cases uh, and for having people with COVID-19. But the explosion has caused a lot of damages in several hospitals. Which uh, weakened the ability of these hospitals to treat patients, and people who lost their houses and businesses and spent nights in Beirut in the streets, stopped caring about spreading the COVID 19 but caring about this, their lives, and such situation has resulted in more cases as we see today.
0: Coronavirus is a topic of interest to everyone around the world right now because it's affecting so many people. But the story in Lebanon is much deeper, there is political unrest, demonstrations, and a lot of questions about what the future of the country looks like. What's your take on the situation right now, almost a month out from this blast, about the resources the Lebanese people need, and the leadership they need to put them in the right direction to recover?
1: Uh, Briefly, let me explain to you why Lebanon is important regionally and internationally and why countries like the United States of America and France are very worried and considering to intervene even in Lebanon. Lebanon is made up of several sectarian communities that based on religion. Some of that a foot of Islam and some of it uh, from Christianity uh, like maronites Christians and Greek Orthodox and Muslim like shiite and uh, and um, uh, and Sunnis and, and Druze. And these communities are in fight for decades. The they had the civil war and they ended the civil war by making an agreement is based on their sectarian. The war ended, but the fighting internally between these groups never ended. And that what caused corruption and intervention of many countries from Iran uh, to Syria, uh, to Gulf countries, into the politics of Lebanon. And this fighting between these sectarian laws has caused all this corruption that led to the explosion, the heavy uh unexpected horrible explosion inside the port of lebanon and that's why lebanon is a place for for people to intervene for countries agendas and even uh, intelligence uh, organization into their own politics in order uh, in order to to fulfill their agendas. So the corruption is caused by this this sectarian division and that led to the disaster that we see today.
0: And that is why we saw people in the streets even yesterday protesting against the government. When I was in Lebanon last month, you could see graffiti everywhere around Martyr Square in Beirut and these areas where the protesters were gathering that said Iran out. And there were statements directly against President Michel Aoun and the cabinet, most of which has now resigned. How do you fix a problem that has so much outside influence? It's not only the Iranians, but Lebanon is seen by many in the region as a puppet for Regimes across the Middle East.
1: Yes, that's true for different agenda, including the Saudis, including the Emirates, as they say, and uh, and other, and also Israel is has an agenda that trying through other countries to implement it, especially the U.S. Uh, actually, for the short term, what they are doing right now, they are trying to uh, make up a government of conc- of technocrats people who are specialized specialists in. Uh, In fixing several problems and they think this is the way out of it but still these uh, specialists who will be ministers will be following the agenda of these fighting sectarian groups and this is a problem now the French uh, French president who uh, has just visited Lebanon for the second time after the explosion has made it clear to them in two things there is no money without ending the corruption and this is a very difficult task that could take years we understand that there is an understanding from these uh, political parties that this is needed but probably only for the short term because they prefer themselves and they prefer their agenda because everyone is afraid of him of uh, of of itself Uh, the second uh, uh, the second the second thing for Lebanon is to change the whole system of the state and that's what the president of Lebanon just said Even himself is following uh, a special party agenda. They want to change Lebanon from a sectarian-based country or state to a civil based dependings on elections and civil rights. And that's a move in the right direction if these groups uh, accepted that. Also the last point, Hezbollah who is following Iran and who's not participating in these three demonstrations by thousands who are anti-Hezbollah anyway in the in, the, uh, in these demonstrations see that this is in need of Lebanon. but. And in the right time, if this thing is impacting the, the group, Hezbollah, on interest, they could not intervene. I don't see violence right now, but who knows? It could reach that point. You've
0: been listening to senior Fox News field producer, Dr. Ibrahim Hasbon. We'll be right back. I I want to dive into Hezbollah a little bit and talk about the influence that the group has over Lebanon. The demonstrations we've seen this week and the demonstrations we saw last month have this common thread about trying to rid the country of outside influence, but specifically Hezbollah. There are more than a million people, especially in the southern part of the country, that support Hezbollah not only as a political organization, but also a militant organization that Israel sees as a direct threat to their sovereignty and ability to operate and exist in the region. What role do you think Hezbollah is going to play as this new government is starting to be formed? And do you think the promises by French President Emmanuel Macron that any sort of aid, money or reconstruction budget that will go towards Beirut and Lebanon as a whole will be able to avoid the many arms of hezbollah that are embedded within the government
1: actually for the for the short range it will work because hezbollah as part of the society understand the extreme Uh, problem the extreme and difficult problems that they are facing right now so it's expected that hezbollah will cooperate and reduce the influence in the government and that was shown by accepting the new appointed prime minister who uh, who has a very clean record and used to be an ambassador of lebanon in berlin germany that's one and now they are showing a little of uh pragmatic uh, attempts by the group uh, to form the new government because they know that they are in need uh, of the of the money. But on the long range on the long in the long term, this not will, will not work. And the past experience has shown us that Hezbollah has their own interests. They have interest in Syria, they have interest in, in Lebanon and and they, they are afraid of their own existence and that's why they will never accept to put down their guns. Uh, With such A made up community in Lebanon They came to that They came to that that Stage after years of fighting So they are not going to Put down their guns right now What's the
0: latest on the security situation In Lebanon as it relates To ongoing tension with Israel We have heard Hassan Nasrallah Promise some sort of retaliation For one of his fighters that was killed Over the summer in an Israeli airstrike In Syria Should Nasrallah be taken at his word?
1: Yes, but the thing with Nasrallah and what we had from past experience that he could implement his word not now, not tomorrow, maybe in the future. And it's known that they are looking for the right uh, opportunity and timing to do that. But this also has a different consideration. The explosion in Beirut, in the port, has changed the priorities for Hezbollah as other Lebanese. It has caused a very extreme and bad consequences on the life of the people. And another war with Israel right now gonna bring problems and miseries to Lebanon that was not even expected in the past. So Hezbollah understand this equation. That's why so far they are only using verbal uh, threats to Israel. But Hezbollah has to be taken seriously. Because in the past, they did, and they could do it again anytime. And we can see that uh, Israeli security forces are in, uh, on high alert on the border. But also, we, we should not forget that Hezbollah people are killed in Syria like uh, like every week there is an Israeli airstrike on Syria on Hezbollah, and Hezbollah cannot stay quiet on this and they have to retaliate for their base.
0: It's interesting that Hezbollah, like the Iranian regime in Tehran, implements this idea of strategic patience. It's the same conversation we were having during the aftermath of that drone strike outside of Baghdad's international airport earlier this year about the Iranian response and when they would in their words, avenge the death of Qasem Soleimani. They said those missiles towards an American occupied base in Western Iraq were just the first part of a response to avenge the death of Soleimani, and it seems like Hezbollah has a similar calculation about this ongoing battle that won't just be a one-off event, but a continued push against who they see as the enemy, which is Israel.
1: Yes, uh, I agree on that, this strategy, uh, is there for many years and the iranian regime and their proxies are implementing it uh, Because they are trying to find a balance between three things Their political agenda their existence on the on the on the ground with their forces because they don't have the abilities to fight whether iran the us or hezbollah uh, against israel and they want also to their base to be uh, happy with the things that they are doing. That's why they made, they made the thing that this is the first uh, retaliation on American base based in, in Iraq. The next one could come anytime. So this is the strategy. They are trying to work in this circle of interests uh, to keep the regime and to keep the proxies uh, alive and working. And uh, they don't have a problem of waiting even years For retaliation even some of them will not happen there are senior hezbollah leaders who've been killed in the past and there were promises of like major retaliations we saw small retaliations, some, sometimes even not significant, but was enough to justify their crowded and bases, whether in Tehran or in Iran or in Lebanon or other places in the Middle East.
0: I'm sure this is going to be a story that we continue to follow in the coming weeks, months, and even years. Dr. Ibrahim Hasbone, Fox News senior field producer. Ibrahim, thank you again for your time.
1: Thank you for having me again, Trey. Thank you. been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com.